Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. We love Archie. Mm-hmm. He's certainly, uh, he's certainly probably the, I don't know, nicest guy in Riverdale. No. Is that true? Definitely not. I mean... He might be... No. By, like, process of elimination, he's one of the nicer guys, I will say. I mean, say. I think Jughead's definitely nicer. Yes, yeah. And Jughead then, obviously might Reggie's get the title of nicest. Jughead does have weird, like, villain moments, though. When he gets, like, a particular bee in his bonnet. Like, remember when he pitted Veronica against Kevin that one time? Oh, God, right. In Kevin's, like, introduction. It was, like... Wasn't it because he did? He wanted Kevin to be his friend or something? No, I think Ron did something to upset him. She like I don't know. Oh, she made fun name. of him or something like that. Yeah, she probably called him because they had like an eating and contest, it. and I don't know. I that, that was a weird thing. So he does get a little weird. Yeah, Dilton, I feel like also gets weird with his like girl stuff. They've all got a really weird mean streak in them, you know. Yeah. There's just, like, a, an unusual a tension for thing. fucking... Well, that's true. Because um, even Betty gets mean sometimes, and she's, like, nice girl. Yeah. The only ones I will say that I don't often see being mean, and it's probably just because we don't see them often, is, like, Chuck and Nancy. Mm-hmm. You know? They just kind of, like, pull them into the story when they need another body of, like, a yeah. determined gender. You know? That is true. So, you know, we've actually, um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. Yeah. And a new ones? one I've started listening to is called Why the Podcast. Is that like the question? The question why. Okay. And it's hard to Google search because when you say why <laughs> podcast, it's, <laughs> a lot of stuff comes up. Because. But you can find them at whythepodcast.com. Oh, that's good. But they are super cool and they just... The whole premise of their podcast is asking the question, why? So, some of their recent episodes... See, I'm going to start a rival podcast <laughs> that's called Because. Yeah. And, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so well, some of their episodes... So, your your podcast, your rival podcast, is going to be where you're like, why? Because. But why, though? <laughs> because. <laughs> Just exactly. repeatedly. That's all that I'll say. And it's going to be... Is I'll have guests on every week, and they're like, so, why do you think this happens? I'm like... <laughs> There's probably a reason because, and then mm-hmm. just get really annoyed. Just get really yeah. flustered every time. <laughs> exactly. Their Action Park episode was a uh, recent. You oh, know, Action yeah. Park, where like a bunch of people died at this water park in New right. Jersey, like right. over years. Didn't Jenny Knoxville make the movie? <gasps> I think there's a something? recent documentary yeah. that came out. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and they interviewed the son of Action Park's creator. About it. Whoa. I want to hear They have that. insane guests. Um, I, yeah, that sounds awesome. They had the drummer from the Ramones. Whoa. What? Yeah. All it's right. crazy. Um, this is some legit, I think their latest uh, episode. Guestery. They have the first African-American female NFL coach on. Like, what? what? The fuck? This is so cool. Yeah. So their guests yeah. are insane. And I actually right. have a little clip from them that I'm going to play for you right now. If you're like us, you spend a lot of time looking at the world around you and wondering, why? Why would you eat 500 chicken wings in one sitting? Why did you befriend the Zodiac Killer? 
Why would you run naked onto the field during the Super Bowl? Why are you spending your life looking for the Loch Ness Monster? Why are you anonymously sending gummy butts to people all around the world? We thought about these things so much that we created a podcast. And guess what we called it? The Happy, Joyful, Fun Time Review? We called it Why. That's a good name for it. So give us a listen. We're part of the Mudhouse Podcast Network. And visit whythepodcast.com for more information. Why the Podcast. Bringing people together one question at a time. I'm definitely going to have to check that one yeah. out. Because first of all, amazing guests. It's, Second of all, I always like learning things. Yeah. Oh, they're very huh. pop culture focused. And that is also our focus. Ours is just that very is specific. <laughs> specific to Archie one Comics. specific pop aspect culture. of pop culture. But at the same time, it kind of encompasses all pop culture. I'm waiting for them to interview Dan Parent because I feel like that would be a good fit. I mean, hey, they can't be chomping our flavor. <laughs> but then we could do a cool crossover you know, episode. That's true. Well, the, well, they'll ask Dan Parent if they've heard of these crazy kids doing yeah. Archie podcasts. And then Dan Parent will be <laughs> like, no, I've got to get on that podcast now. Well, yes, they've actually emailed me. <laughs> they won't leave me alone. They're stalking me. I, I don't know how they got my address, but... They keep sending me letters with locks of my own <laughs> hair in it. It's very strange. I've asked my barber to stop <laughs> selling my hair, but he just won't. He has a sign in the window that says, Dan Parrott's hair. Also very anyway. niche. <laughs> yeah. It's like how Patty and Selma have a bunch of Matlock's hair. <laughs> yeah. Make a lot of Simpsons references on this show too. We it's a lot do. of crossover I mean, you know, there, and f- especially for the two of yeah. us, uh, that was like ninety percent of our childhood mm-hmm. was just rewatching the same fifteen seasons of The Simpsons and reading the same hundred digests of Archie. Exactly. Yeah. Saturated. Although now years. that we've exactly now that we've gotten older and have like jobs and homes. We can actually start getting the new Archie comics, which is always exciting. With all our money. Mm-hmm. I actually can get some occasionally from the comic book store when they get, like, a weird printing error. Nice. I have a, I have a jumbo digest of, like, one of those thousand pages oh, yeah. or whatever. That's... I got for free because in the middle of it, there's just a chunk of the page block that's printed upside that's down. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, How does great. that even happen? Um, I, I, I really don't know. I guess it's, I don't understand how a, printing machines work. I don't know. It's the strangest things can happen. I recently got like a big old fancy Marvel comic book, and the first two pages were glued together before I even opened it. Because huh. some like book glue got in there. But on a slightly unrelated note, um, in that same digest I got yeah. the other day, I found a couple wild comics. No, is this the uh, wild sub-series of, like, Archie in the, I don't know, the jungle? Yeah, it's it's when Archie gets in a plane crash um, <laughs> with the rest of the gang, and they're stranded on an island. It gets very Lord of the Flies. That's definitely um, already an Archie comic. Remember the one with the walrus be, skeletons? Right? Oh, yeah. They definitely get shipwrecked a lot. Yeah. They have yet to see, like, a plane crash. That's true. Yeah. What if there was, like, an alive situation Jesus. in Archie where, like, the Riverdale High football team <laughs> crashes in, like, Honestly, the Honestly, with this new Archie horror stuff, I could see it happening. That is interesting, because they haven't really dived into, like, the realistic horror mm-hmm. aspect of Archie. They just, yeah, like, the paranormal and, like, the su- supernatural 
I would love to just read like a remember that movie Red Eye? Yeah. Yeah, a comic where like Veronica's Yeah, exactly. Veronica's on a flight and like Archie's the creepo (laughs) and I would love to We gotta get more Archie parodying other things. Yes. Oh my god. I can't believe well before we dive too deep into that. Yeah. yeah. Tell Um, me about this wild um, comic you found. A brief little bizarchi for you. A mini Um, bizarchi. Adorable. mm -hmm. It's just a, a just an aperitif, yeah. yes, just to wet the palate. Um, and this is going to be Archie in The Trouble with Girls. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so That's know, a great start. This will be a really wonderful one. And we open on uh, all of the boys. Uh, this includes, well, I guess not all the boys. It's kind of a weird group. Um, but we have Reggie, Jughead, Dilton, Chuck, and Archie all hanging out at Pops. Mm-hmm. Jughead's kind of, like, sat off from the group at the counter drinking a soda. Yes. Um, and Reggie is just bitching about, basically just about girls in general. It seems like um, an odd take for Reggie, who typically loves girls. Yeah. I mean, he's he's often upset about something, I will say. Yeah. Um, now, what aspect time, of girls is he complaining about? Right. So this time he's upset. He he says, the one thing I can't stand about girls is that they're always late. Um, which I'm not familiar with that stereotype, but. Yeah, you know, uh, girls Reggie is annoyed. No, I think it is a stereotype <laughs> because it's, is it? it's like they're doing their makeup and hair all day. Mm. And so. That's right. They like. I mean, yeah, it's like. I've been waiting for my girlfriend to do a hair for four hours. Mm-hmm. We missed the dang movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was supposed stereotype. to meet them here for a date. And I would say that most stereotypes are not good, <laughs> I mean, good that's too. fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she's ten minutes late to oh, meeting fuck, them. How dare minutes. she? But at that exact moment, um, Moose comes in and just kind of like fist raised, like, just walks in. Moose. Picks up Reggie with a single what? hand, like lifts him off his foot, feet. Um, and he was tipped off by someone that Midge would be meeting Reggie here at four. What? But since it's four and Midge isn't here, oh god, they must have been wrong. So Moose just leaves. So wait, did Reggie have a date with Veronica and Midge? No, he he just has a date with Midge. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I got confused. No, you're fine. Yeah, no. So Reggie's got a date with Midge. Um, Moose shows up. But Midge isn't there, so Moose assumes um, that he was lied to and leaves. Probably to beat up the guy that lied to him. On the way out, he probably passed <laughs> Midge, who walked in a second later. Um, I also just need to say that Reggie's outfit is like a leather vest and a bolo tie. Does he so have I a guess shirt going... on under it? Well, yeah, oh, it's like okay. a white white button up. I was hoping um, it was just the vest. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> I guess they're going to a rodeo for their date or something. I mean, um, yeah. And Riverdale's rodeo. Is Midge rodeos. appropriately dressed for the rodeo? She's just got on like a yellow jacket and a mini skirt. It looks like. God damn it, um, Midge! I know she she didn't get the memo. Um, she apologized for being late, but Reggie's like, "Hey, it's a good thing you are." And then 
they leave. Uh-huh. Um, the mid- and then Chuck... Mid- Moose is waiting outside. <laughs> he just, like, runs Reggie over. <laughs> He's waiting in his car. Um, Chuck starts complaining about girls, too. They all just pick a different aspect uh-huh. to complain about. Really just oh. ragging on girls. It really is. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention that's kind of important is that in the beginning, Jughead was saying all they talk about lately is what about girls that drives them crazy, and then he leaves. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Midge Moose thing, and now Chuck says, the thing that I find wrong with girls, which is always a great <laughs> a way to great start a sentence, um, is that they diet too much. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, fuck you for trying to conform to the bullshit beauty standards. Um, and then Nancy walks up and uh, reminds Chuck that she's supposed to be going, or he's supposed to be taking her out for her birthday, which is presumably today. Wow, he's um, talking shit about his girlfriend on her birthday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that sucks. Um, and you know what I hate decides... about my girlfriend? Happy birthday, by the way. She's fucking always <laughs> dieting. <laughs> but you know, if she I gains mean, any weight, he's gonna hate that too. At least he was talking about her behind her back, Megan. <laughs> That's true. So much better. Um, they're walking down the street trying to figure out where to go, and she says there's a trendy new restaurant she'd like to try, and of course it's oh. called The Shea Ritz. Is it gonna which... be like, she can't eat anything on the menu, and so if she's a cheap date, and he's happy about it? That You basically figured it out, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to also point out that I'm pretty sure Shea Ritz just means Ritz's house. <laughs> so that's a good name for the restaurant. Uh, but yeah, they get there. He's all upset because everything's pricey uh-huh. and he only has $20. I, I wouldn't even address the like yeah. lack of communication going on there. <laughs> or he could just be, hey, hon, I'm happy to treat, you know, anyway. Um, luckily, though, because she's on a diet, she gets a simple salad. Which he's relieved about, I guess, because does he also get a salad? Six dollars? I don't yeah. know. I'll, yeah, where right? did two people? Where can you go with like two people and get dinner out for twenty dollars? I have no idea. And this is a restaurant where the dude comes up and says the main lobster is only thirty dollars. Yeah. So, uh, um, we just kind of leave that scene and have Dilton and Archie walking down the street. And they're discussing um, what they hate about women. You got it. Um, it's Archie's turn. And he says, I'll tell you what ticks me off about girls. God! <laughs> and this is one of the wilder ones. Because, I mean, okay, so he says they're always making decisions based on hunches. Um. Which I guess women's intuition is like that weird stereotype but i wouldn't phrase it as they're making decisions based on hunches yeah if you said they're yeah. going with their gut instincts that would come across yeah. as a positive thing and you know <laughs> like businessmen go with their instincts women make decisions based on hunches but i would also argue too if a if a man went on a hunch it would be a good thing yeah. detectives always go on hunches uh-huh. You know? Um, oh, maybe I'm sexist for assuming that detectives can only be men. Oh! oh. Um, and then they get in Archie's car, and it won't start. Oh, so then he pops Betty, the hood Betty's like, just a hunch. It's your carburetor. Uh, it's not Betty. It's just a random girl. Just but a random yeah, girl? Basically. Yeah. Um, 
Archie's trying to fix it, and he's like, hey, I gotta call a tow truck. And then uh, Kathy walks up. I'm picturing Kathy from Kathy Comics. Yeah, you should keep that. Yeah, that's <laughs> way better. Um, she walks up, she's like, having trouble? I, I, uh, I've a hunch. She doesn't say, I have, but she says, I've a hunch. Oh, good. It might be your battery posts that need cleaning. Um, Archie's like, no way. But I'll check them out. I've tried everything else. And miraculously, really? Have you tried everything else, Archie? Notoriously everything. bad at cars? On the, on the side of the road with a single wrench, <laughs> he's tried everything else. Um, but it works. The car starts, uh, and they drive away. She's just in the background. <laughs> it looks like she's going like... <laughs> and they... He also no, doesn't wait, thank her, and they just start driving. Oh right, yeah. There's audio format. She's doing the like okay symbol, like the like two fi- like the finger we'll and thumb, and yeah, yeah, exactly. It's really funny, actually. I didn't notice it until just now. <laughs> um, but yeah, drive away without thanking her. Um, cool, and then Dilton just says, "My big complaint with girls is that they're always window shopping. The practice drives me berserk." What the fuck is wrong with window shopping? Well, Do I don't know. Do boys not it... window shop? No, we're too busy uh, watching <laughs> our giant penises, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Archie then drops well, I can't Dilton say off. different. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't know. But yeah, I wouldn't know. Um, yeah, Archie drops Dilton off on the corner to meet Jill, his okay. girlfriend, I guess. Sure. Um, you know and, Jill. Yeah, right. Um, of course, she has to have glasses. Well, she's a fucking nerd, that's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do love this, too, because she's like, oh, we have some time to do window shopping before the movie starts. God damn it. And there's just a quick, very small panel of her like looking in the window and standing to the side looking very upset. Thinking to himself, what a drag this is. Mm-hmm. And then a giant fucking safe falls to the ground and pulverizes the pavement right next to Dilton. What? The dude walks up, he's like, everybody okay? Yeah, just a safe falls, Megan. Like, is this a man-sized like safe? Um, or is it like... Yeah, I, I would say a man could fit in it. Okay. It's not like a gun safe, but it's like yeah. one of those big box safes. But it's safes. like a giant one. Yeah, it's enough to, like, literally crack the pavement and leave Jesus. a crater. Um, and so Dilton's like, oh, it's a good thing you stopped to window shop. Why? Um, How did that help? Because I guess if he had Would been, he have been walking... differently? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's As it was, it landed, like, an inch from him, so I don't feel like it made that much of a difference. Yeah, that one I don't buy. Sorry, no, guys. I, um... And then the next day, that's just how it transitions. Mm-hmm. We get a, next day, D- Jughead walks back into Pops, uh, returning to find the woman haters at the table where he left them. Mm-hmm. And he's anticipating that they're going to be, as he puts it back on your favorite topic, finding fault with girls. Wow. And um, much to his surprise, they all love girls now. Instead of talking about how before. much they hate them. I know. Because it's God. really weird. Because Dilton says girls are perfect in every way. Okay. Yeah. That's Chuck also a take. Chuck says amen. Archie says we'd never ever want them to change. And 
Reggie says not one iota, and Jughead is shocked. By I this. feel like we're seesawing between unhealthy extremes, guys. Yeah, I would agree. Um, uh, but that's the end of that one. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot in that one, man. Huh. A lot goes on there. Now, the comic I'm bringing today, mm-hmm. it's also got some unhealthy extremes in it. So this is Wait, a nice. It wouldn't pairing. be Archie if it, like <laughs> that's true. Archie is unhealthy extremes. So this one's kind of a, a big. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I don't know either. It's fine. I don't need a word. A um, big series. A big gulp of water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna big tell old you. Bite a cake. I'm gonna tell you today about the love showdown. Oh shit! Okay. So here we go. I had actually not read the majority of the Love Showdown because it, right. it's something it um came out in '94, so four part series, and it was written mm. by Dan Parent and oh. Bill Gullier. Do you know is that how you say his name? Oh, it's the G O L L I E R. Yeah, Gallier, Gallier. I'm not yeah. sure, but so this was a big deal at the time. I remember seeing the cover. Oh, you know what it was? It was ads in, like, the Digest, how there's ads for, like, buy the Love Showdown and, like, a special order form for it. So I remember this cover very well. Okay. So we're going to just go through this, um, and I'm going to... Yeah, please. I'm just going to start at the beginning. Go for it. Um, So we open on Archie wandering around in a love-struck stupor. Mm, He's sort of, like, stumbling like a zombie, and there's, like, a million hearts above his head. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and Betty's like, oh, God, he's already been gotten to by Veronica. And Veronica's <laughs> like, who's gotten to him? And Betty's like, okay. hey, you, you know. And Veronica's like, no, I haven't even talked to Archie yet today. So I guess they're just having oh. this conversation as Archie stumbles around in the foreground. Where, where are they? Are they just, they're just like, standing on the street. Is it that one street corner? <laughs> no, they're actually next to a tree. Oh, interesting. Um... Yeah, so they're like, well, we got to figure out who got to Archie. I guess they can see the hearts above his head, so they know it's a love <laughs> thing. Yeah, they don't assume he's just drunk or something. Mm-hmm. He does look pretty fucked he's up. love drunk. He's got, like, his eyes half closed, and he's doing one of those smiles that's kind of, like, wavy. It's like, like mm. I, yeah, the wavy line, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Archie's <laughs> so fucking... gross when he's love drunk. Ar- Betty says, Archie, we demand to know why you're acting this way. And then what Veronica way? says, tell us so we can eliminate her from the human race. Holy fuck, Veronica. She's going hard right out the bat. Yeah. And we Archie, will genocide her people. Archie's like, I got this letter. And oh they go God. to grab it, but it blows out of his hand. Oh my god. And then we get a fun montage of them both chasing the letter. Of course. Veronica falls down an open manhole. Holy shit. It's into a crocodile's mouth. Betty tries to pull her out and then she falls down and then this man just pops up and he's like, silly girls, and like pushes them up, I guess. What the fuck? They run down to the docks where the letter is still blowing in the air. This letter must be made of (laughs) tissue paper. (laughs) Yeah. And you know when there's just a bunch of, like, poles sticking out of the water? Yes. Betty starts jumping from pole to pole to try and catch this letter. She's like, it's like hopscotch. And Veronica says, 
Rich girls don't play hopscotch as she falls in the water. <laughs> Clearly. Betty's about to it's grab the letter. not like hopscotch at all. And it, fl- it blows into a bucket that's just, not a bucket, a big barrel that's just on fire. Whoa, you know, what? like those trash barrels where they like burn trash yeah. in them. And it, so Jesus. it blows into the fire and is burned cool. to pieces. So that was a pointless exercise. Um, they're both pissed. They go to ask Archie about it, and he's like, well, if you must know, it was... And then his dad comes out. And he's like, Archie, you promised you'd clean the garage. Get in there now. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course. And then he's like, sorry, girls, we'll talk later. And girls are pissed. Did mom and dad ever ask you to clean the garage? No. Yeah. But like, here's, that's not a thing. Here's the kicker, Ezra. Okay. We see Archie and his dad in the garage. Archie says, thanks, dad, you really came through. What? You're welcome, but why did you want me to do that with the that's cleaning the garage story? Then Archie oh, says, I just need to keep those two in suspense a bit longer. Fun is just beginning. Fuck? Oh my god, do not play with people's emotions, Archie. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? Like, literally playing with... So we see, cool. um, next Jughead and uh, Hot Dog are coming up to, like, hey, what's going on? Betty and Veronica are going crazy over that letter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Archie's like, yeah, it's funny and flattering. They'll really flip when they find out who said the letter. Oh I'll tell God. them about it tomorrow. I've toyed with them long enough. It's his fucking cousin or something. Like, why are you toying with them, Archie? They're humans. You <laughs> presumably love both of them. This is a constant thing for you. Clearly he doesn't, though. Like, yeah, you don't do this to people you love. So later we get, um, and it says later on the, the panel, Reggie comes <laughs> up to Jughead. <laughs> He's wearing a great sweater. It looks mm-hmm. very 80s. Uh, it's got, like, it's black with, like, neon blue like zigzags on it oh hell yeah i, I want the sweater that. me too um and he's like hey i hear the girls are ticked over some letter and jokehead's like yeah archie's gonna take care of it though mm-hmm. and of course reggie's like "Ooh, i have an idea oh, jesus christ so reggie then goes to each of the girls separately and then he uh-huh. plants that the other girl has written the letter so, oh, I see what he's so doing. So the girls are like, what the fuck? That's why she didn't want me to see the letter. She wrote it. Um, Wait. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Veronica's like, that's why she burned it. Right. Because she clearly did that on purpose. So they like run up to By each other. They're like, controlling the wind. Of all the nerve. How dare you? Right. I've had it with you. They, <laughs> they're yelling at each other. Then they stand I... back to back for some reason. <laughs> I always love the plans where it's, like, based off of telling, like, two different people a lie about the other that person. That they'll never question or, like, yeah. Exactly. So it's just, like, Reggie's like, heh, heh, I really got him. And then they meet up and they're like, hey, you sent that letter. It's, you sent that letter. No, I didn't. Well, Who I told didn't you either. That? Yeah. Reggie. Reggie told me to. <laughs> and they just yeah. go beat the shit out of Reggie. Um, so as they're in the middle of fighting with each other, Archie rolls up and he's like, I'm ready to tell you girls who wrote that letter. And they're like, it doesn't matter, we know already. And Uh, they, um, they say that they're ending our friendship. 
Archie Whoa. looks horrified. He's like clutching his hair and like horror on his face. <laughs> it's a heart attack. Yeah. And then they both storm off in opposite directions. Wow. That's the end of it, huh? That was what broke the camel's back. Yeah. That fucking letter. So they both After storm all home. These years. And then the next panel is um Betty is in her room bagging every photo of her and Veronica in a trash bag. She's oh, like, I'm getting brutal. rid of this shit. I don't need it anymore. And her mom's like, Betty, these are all of your pictures with your best friend. You can't yeah. get rid of these. She's like, Dad, throw this out. And her mom's like, just put them in the garage, Hal. <laughs> Maybe this will blow over. <laughs> yeah, Which I really appreciate because yeah. um, don't let your kid do that. Especially like a teenager, <laughs> you know. Betty says she's not dealing with that brunette barracuda again. I was really expecting bitch just because it went with the alliteration. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. No. I really, I do like barracuda as an insult, though. Yeah. And then Betty puts all of the clothes Veronica's ever loaned her in a wheelbarrow and wheels so, them over to Veronica's house. Her closet is empty. Smithers calls up to Veronica and he's like, Betty is here. Um, and she's uh -huh. like, oh, just donate something from my closet to her charity drive. What? Because I guess she assumed her she, wheelbarrow right. of clothes was a charity drive. That's how I collect for charity. Betty dumps it out, and she's like, I borrowed all these outfits from you! And then she's like, oh, well, in that case, have them sent out to be cleaned. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Filthy she's like, peasant. Yeah. So she, uh, we come back to Betty at her house, and her mom's like, are you still upset, honey? And her, she's like, I don't know why you think that, mom. And she's like, well, you're staring <laughs> at a TV that's off. <laughs> um, that's pretty good. And then her dad's like, here, I have some tickets to the Lodge Summer Charity Dance. Why don't you go with Archie? And Betty's Yo, like, how? okay, dad, room. I will. That, that might be fun. So she calls Archie and asks him. And he's mm -hmm. like, yeah, that sounds great. Well, my car's fucked up. And she's like, well, why don't I take a look at it? And then okay. next weekend we'll go to the dance. Um, She hangs mm -hmm. up the phone. And Archie's thinking as he hangs up the phone, that's odd. Didn't want to tell Betty, but Veronica invited me to a Lodge Foundation dance tomorrow. Maybe they're having one next week, too. Wait. Pro probably not, Archie. So, the thing is actually tomorrow? Yeah. Is that what I'm... Okay. But Betty's tickets say next Saturday. I see. Weird. So, okay. this is weird. Because Betty is doing some research on Archie's car problems. She's got a book called Mustang Repairs. So I guess it is a Mustang. Archie, Archie has a Mustang? Huh. An old shitty one, I guess. It's not the jalopy in this version, I'm guessing. Uh, I mean, it looks pretty jalopy-ish. <laughs> jalopy adjacent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, she's researching uh car stuff, and her mom's like, mm -hmm. whatever happened to the helpless act? And Betty says, this is a 90s mom. A guy likes a girl who rolls up her sleeves and lends a hand. Which is pretty cool. Not what Archie does when Betty's constantly fixing his car for him, but... No, it's true. So she heads over, and she's like, oh yeah, this is the problem. Won't take long at all for me to fix it. I always love when people are like, this is the 90s. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're progressive now. Um, so Veronica rolls up, and she's like, hey, that's my date. Because Archie mm. did tell her, like, I have a date tomorrow, but we can go out next week. Right. Um, so oh, she didn't know there was a that. date. 
So she's like, oh, is this who your date is? I see. Um, and Archie's like, uh, yeah, I'll go get changed. I'm still very confused about the tickets. Will that be addressed? Yes. Okay. Because Veronica says that she's taking Archie to the Summer Lodge, the Lodge Foundation Summer Fling Charity Bash. Oh, my and favorite Betty's event like, of the year. I've got tickets for the one next weekend. Archie's going to that one with me. And Veronica's like, the tickets, there's only one. It's tonight. And Betty's like, the tickets I have are dated the 25th. And Veronica's like, oh no, I was afraid there was some kind of mix-up. I heard there was the wrong date printed on some of the tickets. I guess you got a hold of one of those pairs. Oh boy. And then we see Veronica in Thought Bubble thinking, I just figured she would after I donated them to her father's office. Oh my god. Veronica. Uh huh. So Betty's like, oh, well, that sucks. I guess I can't quit what I'm doing right now, anyways. It does suck, Veronica. Yeah. So Archie shows up in his suit. They're ready to go. He's like, I hate to leave you here doing this, Betty. Do you want to come back tomorrow? And she's like, no, I'd rather just finish what I'm doing. Have fun. Veronica oh, this is so sad. gets in a parting shot of, uh, try not to get grease on the seats. I hate getting it on my outfits. Christ, As Ron. they drive away in her fancy car and driver. She, like, sometimes crosses the line for me to just being, like, it's viciously bad. cruel. You know, like... Oof. Yeah, this is the love showdown, to be I'm, fair. That's, no, you, that's a good point. So, Betty's, you know, sadly fixing up the car. Mm-hmm. Um, Archie says, Betty said your dad's having a charity ball next weekend, too. And Veronica's like, oh no, she got some of the misprinted tickets. This is the only one. Oof. Betty fixes the car. She's like, well, I'm going to go treat myself to an extra thick shake at Pops. <laughs> With two um, C's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, she runs into Jughead there, tells him about her woes. I like their friendship. It's I always really nice. do, yeah. Honestly. She says, I got tickets with the wrong date on them. He says, let me see those. And he's like, yeah, I was at the copy center when Veronica got these printed up. She's uh, like, what? He's like, yeah, I remember uh, her asking to put a different date on them. My God. So she just did it to the one pair of tickets? Yeah. So she's wow. like, of course, she donated them to my father's office knowing I'd get them. Oh just to rub God. the whole thing in my face. Good and then Lord, Veronica. Jughead says, Betty, you're too great a girl to always put up with this stuff. You've got to fight Wait. back. Ooh. And she's like, Jughead, you're right. There's a new Betty Cooper coming out right now. Oh and God. I've got a dance to crash. Hell Jughead's yeah. like, way to go, girl. Can I have the rest of your malted? God love it. Oh, Jughead. So we cut to the dance. And Ron and Archie are dancing. Archie feels bad about Betty fixing his car while he parties with Veronica. Which, like, it is kind of shitty. You could have oh. had her come over a different day. It's very shitty. Veronica's like, don't be silly. She loves that stuff. <laughs> she loves serving you. And then all the guys in the, the room are like, woo, ah, a wooga. As they all turn, Ron is like, what's going on here? It's Betty! And she is in a scandalously tiny dress, looking all fancy. Oh. She's like, I thought I'd pop in. Hey, guys. Veronica's like, you don't have tickets for tonight. And she's like, your dad let me in. I am a friend of the family. Yeah, like (laughs) Like Mr. Lodge is going to be like, fuck off, Betty. 
Also, Even like Smithers. If, she, if she shows up with tickets with the wrong date, I feel like they would be like, oh, these must have been misprinted. Yeah, it's not like they'd be like, well, this is for the ball we're not having next week. Yeah. And then Veronica's like, where did you get that tacky dress? Oh, cool. And Ron. Betty says, cool energy. from you, Ronnie, don't you remember? You tired of it and gave it to me. I just took it in a little. And Whoa. Veronica says, a little, that dress is sized for a preschooler. Whoa. So it's hard okay. to tell because it's a comic. The implication is that it's super skimpy. I see. And seeing them side by side, it does look like Betty's hemline is several inches shorter than Veronica's. Yo, but like, what does that say that that was made for a preschooler if it's really skimpy? It's upsetting. <laughs> I think it's if an adult wore a preschooler's outfit, okay, it that would makes be small on them. Not yeah. that preschoolers wear skimpy outfits. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> so this panel, what? Veronica's like, don't you find it tasteless, Archie? And she like turns to look at him. Well, the way it's uh-huh. drawn, it does look like her head has turned 180 degrees. Fuck. Yeah, just full on like exorcist yeah. on us. And Archie, of course, is like, Ooh. yeah. And she's like, Archie. I wouldn't be surprised if they just had Veronica's head turn one eighty. Honestly, yeah. So Betty's dancing up a storm. All the guys are going gaga for her. Of Veronica's course. like, I've never seen her act like this. <laughs> um, happy. Yeah. <laughs> Archie goes to dance with her. Veronica's pissed that Betty's getting more attention than her at a big, big dance. Yeah. So she's trying to, like, join in with, like, have a little dance-off with Betty. Okay. Betty, of course, is a superior gymnast, which right. is kind of weird because they're both on the cheerleading team, and they seem both very capable gymnasts whenever that's relevant. Right. But in this case, Betty does the splits, and Veronica tries to do the splits and rips her skirt. Then Betty does a, a somersault, yeah. and then Veronica tries to do a somersault okay. and falls in the punch bowl. That's why you don't play horse with a gymnast. Like, yeah, I always feel like the like to your point, the Veronica athleticism is completely dependent on the convenience yeah. of the plot. You know, so she um, <laughs> she's sitting in the punch bowl and she's like, "I what? meant to do that." How big is this fucking punch bowl? It does look like she maybe... Oh, no. It's just spilling. It's a very strong oh. punch bowl, too, I guess. I see. So wow. she storms out of the dance angrily, and then she decides that she's going to become more domestic because Betty's shooing in on her femme fatale territory, yeah. so she's going to horn in on Betty's, uh, I guess domestic housewife territory. So we've got a bit of a Freaky Friday going mm-hmm. on here. Okay. Which, of course, is Veronica trying to bake, which is always hilarious because she's so bad at it. Right. Love Her laughing. Her dad's like, that. are you trying to burn the house down? Good. Good. Um, Make fun of her. Yeah. She's destroyed <laughs> the kitchen. You could see, like, I don't know, I guess she just threw everything on the floor when she was done with it. So that she goes... Right. <laughs> She goes and takes Archie these muffins, and he's with Betty. And Betty's wearing, like, a pair of overall shorts, you know? Yeah. That are red, and, like, a black and white striped t-shirt underneath. And Veronica says, still getting ready for Halloween, Betty? And Betty says, no, it's just my new look. But, like, is that supposed to be, like, skimpy or something? Yeah, is it, like, really... 
shorts. And a t-shirt. It looks cute. It looks I like something Betty would like... normally wear. Right, exactly. It sounds like if it was a like mini skirt and tube top, that would be more of like a, whoa, Betty. Yeah. But no, like, okay. They don't even seem to be super short. They seem like <laughs> normal shorts length for Archie comics. Weird. I don't know, man. So she's like, I brought some special muffins for you, Archie. And Betty's like, that's my recipe. And then Archie's afraid to eat it and breaks a tooth. And then Betty's like, I'll take you to a dentist. And Veronica's like, I'll take him. And she's like, no, you've done enough. Oh my god. All right. (laughs) Then we get that fun gag where Veronica's throwing the muffins away. And Jughead's like, don't do that. They're perfect. I need them to build a stone wall. What the fuck, Jughead? Because they always do that with, like, Veronica's baking. I like the fact, too, just the fact that they're hard means they can be replaced, <laughs> a replacement for stone in a wall. Yeah. Jughead, what you up to, man? You a mason now? Yeah, it's very right. weird. So she looks sad, and she's like, I'm failed, and I'm losing confidence in myself. Oh. And then Reggie shows up, and he's like, oh. I, I'll help Have you some of my become yourself again. Basically, he's like... Betty's just trying to be you right now, but you're better mm-hmm. at being you. And we need to get you back in your A-game. I'll help. Okay. He okay. says, uh, I'm the king of confidence, the earl of ego, and the duke of dastardly. Wow. <laughs> just That's... totally how high schoolers talk. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> There's probably at least two high schoolers that talk like that. Yeah. And they're not the most popular boys, that's for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were trilbies. We cut to, um, at the Lodge household, Veronica's wearing- She's got a book on her head, and she's walking around, balancing it, saying, The rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. That's what I think of when I think of Veronica, is posture and enunciation. And Reggie says, you just have to do this another 500 times while balancing the book. Oh my god. And she gets pissed and is like, 500 times? Are you nuts? And yells at him. And then throws the book at him. (laughs) And then he's like, see, you're back to your old self in no time. (laughs) That's all he was trying (laughs) to do was piss her off. I love that, actually. He was like, it just took me pushing you a little too far. She's like, you're right. Betty didn't cause me to lose my edge. I just had to reach in a little further to bring it out. (laughs) So then Reggie is like, now we need to work on your dance moves. And he pulls out a a VHS of naughty dancing. Whoa. Uh Uh-huh. Whoa. No, no, it's dirty dancing. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought this was like an instructional video on how to, yeah, okay. Veronica's like, that movie's a few years old. Those dances aren't anything new. And he says, but you're going to learn how to do them watching the tape in fast play mode. What? Okay. What <laughs> so the then fuck? She spends several hours, I guess, learning to do all the dances from Dirty Dancing in fast mode. Yeah, that doesn't... Okay. No. I mean, I just like... I don't get the idea of using Dirty Dancing as your instructional videotape. Like, surely she would have access to something... More I don't know why she can't hire a dance teacher or something. Yeah. She does shit all the time. That's not as fast, though, I guess. Yeah. So Takes she heads time. off, and she's going to Pops to reclaim her man. Of course. Um, meanwhile, at Pops, 
Betty and Archie are dancing to the jukebox. Okay. Okay, Veronica runs in, and she is pointedly wearing, like, a big coat. Mm-hmm. She slides in on her knees. <laughs> She's like, oh, Betty, thank goodness you're here. Mrs. Johnson's cat is stuck up a tree having kittens, and she's asking for you. Whoa. <laughs> up the tree having kittens. And she's like, the cat? And Veronica's like, no, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> and Betty Good says, job, I didn't Archie. know she was expecting. And Archie says, Mrs. Johnson? Oh my god, And Archie. Betty's like, no, the cat. So she runs off to go, I guess, deliver kittens in a tree. In a tree? Meanwhile, Veronica's like... Boy, it's warm. I guess I'll take my coat off. And she's got this, like, tiny sparkly dress on. And he, like, jumps in the air with his legs out, you know? And he's like, that's some dress for pups. His his hair stand on end. It does, yeah. Yeah. His face is like, (laughs) Right. And she's like, it's not for pups. It is out there for pups, yeah. It's for you. Ooh. Let's dance. Weird. Later, Betty is coming back, and she says, I checked with every Mrs. Johnson I know, and even a few Mr. Johnsons, and none of them have a cat that's expecting. What the f- what? That's way too dedicated, Betty. Surprised she's not like, I checked every tree in Riverdale, and there's no cats in any of them. I didn't you just, like, go back to Veronica and be like, hey, which Mrs. Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Instead <laughs> of just asking every- anyway. And then Betty's like, hey, where'd Archie go? Veronica's like, oh, he went home. My naughty dancing wore him out. Oh, boy. Jughead and Dilton had to carry him home. (laughs) That's some implications. Betty's like, we had a date tonight. And she's like, oh, he'll probably be too tired for that. The fuck kind of dancing were they doing? I don't know, man. Uh, I've never been, like, danced with someone and been like, man, I gotta cancel my fucking plans. (laughs) Yeah. So... Betty's pissed. She's like, you set this all up. Uh, Veronica's like, all's fair, love and war. Um, uh, that's the Geneva Convention would beg to differ. And then they decide that the only way to decide this is with a duel. Whoa. Uh, pistols <laughs> Veronica's at like, you don't mean. And Betty says, yes. Super soakers at high noon tomorrow in Pickens uh. Park. Wear your best dry clean only outfit. Oh, <laughs> it's actually pretty And good. Veronica says, and fresh hairdos, too. I like that. That's actually pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, be there, or get out of town. Winner takes all. And then we, like, pan out to Pop, who's like, now I know how those Wild West saloon keepers felt. No, you don't, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, you don't. We cut to the next day, 11.57 a.m. in Pickens Park. Veronica is mm-hmm. like... So much 80s going on. And this is from okay. 94, but oh. she's got, like, a little business suit Fuck. with, like, yes. big shoulders. Yes. And her hair is done in some, like, curly thing. Okay, I so will... she's Katie Keene. Basically. She looks yeah. very much like Katie Keene. Okay, I love that. Reggie's there, and he's, I guess, refereeing the duel because he wants to console the loser. Side note. I'm shocked they have not yet done Veronica in, like, a Halloween costume with Katie Keene. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Anyway. Veronica's like, maybe Blondie's not gonna show. (laughs) And then Betty's like, don't count on it, Lodge. I just stopped off for a full makeover on my way here. And she's got this, like, (laughs) a little business suit on with big shoulders and a tie. I don't know why their best dry clean only outfits are, like, business suits. And she has... Your Sunday best. Like, a side hairdo... 
Wow, they really went all 80s. Yeah, it's crazy. I love that. Like, I know, like, early 90s were still pretty 80s, but it's not that early 90s. I'm, like, basically picturing them as badass protagonists from, like, a slight dystopia, like a Blade Runner kind of thing, you know? And they both have giant water guns. Exactly. Um, Veronica's like, he must be pretty confident. Okay. (laughs) There's all these bystanders, like, staring, like, oh, like, walking their dogs and stuff. They spread the word around Riverdale, there's gonna be a... Super soaker yeah. duel at noon. Super soaker at so noon. So they get ready to, to duel. Reggie starts counting off the paces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Veronica says, prepare to eat H2O, you peroxide Pollyanna. Whoa. And Betty says, we'll find out how color fast that designer suit is. Yo. So All Reggie's right. counting it down. And just as he gets to five, Archie, well, we don't know it's Archie yet. Somebody says, hi, girls. You remember? And both girls turn and soak Archie, who is with Cheryl Blossom. I knew it was going to be Archie. He's like, I was going to tell you two that Cheryl and her family moved back to town. Oh, boy. Cheryl's like, so much for the welcome wagon. I can tell you two haven't changed. You're still as immature as ever. Uh, And then she says she wrote Archie a few weeks ago to tell him she was moving back. Huh. Did Archie think the girls would be excited for this news, or... Oh, our best friend, Cheryl Blossom. She is here. So Cheryl's like, I'd love to stay in chat, but I might catch my death of a cold. And then um, she says, Archie, maybe it's time for you to date someone more mature. And he says, I think I've made a decision. And he and Cheryl leave together. Whoa. We're getting married. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then Reggie says, I don't believe it. He chose Cheryl Blossom. Veronica says the battle may be over, and Betty finishes, but the war has just begun. Christ, alright. And right. that is the end of the love showdown. That's it? There are several follow-ups okay. that we obviously can't get to today. Right, right. I okay. will be covering those in subsequent episodes, though, because that was the love showdown. There's also the love showdown special, and then there's, like, a <sighs> love showdown too. <laughs> Um, so we will get into that. Showdown of love. But this is crazy because I did not, um, I did not know that this comic is what brought Cheryl Blossom back. Oh, really? So she was introduced in the eighties in like the main comic series, um, with Jason, but they weren't really a thing. Like they were kind of like, I don't know, Midge and Nancy, like they would pop in sometimes. Kind of a background character. And she actually... So, like, she was in, like, a couple, and she was a recurring character in the Archie's Explorers of the Unknown series. I do remember that. Yeah, she, she was, was their boss. She was Blaze Blossom. She was their Washington contact. Right. And I think she was, like, Archie's former partner at the FBI or whatever. Something weird. But remember when we covered that, we were like, this doesn't really seem like Cheryl. It's kind of weird. Right. I'm Makes sense now. It's because this was pre, like, real Cheryl canon, because after yeah. this series... Is when she got her own title series. Oh, so they really started building the Blossom brand at that point. Yeah, because that's when she got her own series and when we get into all of her crazy shenanigans. And I honestly (laughs) love Cheryl in the comics and in the show, too. Yeah. And actually, I read this, like, what I read was in this, like, love showdown compendium that has all of them in it. Mm -hmm. And there's an afterword by Dan Parent, who wrote it. yeah. And he said that the Love Showdown had huge media coverage 
making it one of the most nationally covered Archie events of all time. Whoa. So That's it was wild. a big deal outside of Archie for like I think cuz the premise was where he's going to decide right. one or the other. And I mean even if you don't know Archie, you know Archie Betty and Veronica is the love triangle. Yeah. And I would so, assume like 90s had a bit more maybe not more heat but like additional heat because of like the Sabrina show and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess Dan Parent was asked to put together a big storyline by oh. the editor, Victor Gorlick. Oh. And um, he decided that he would expand the love triangle and he would pull in Cheryl Blossom. That's pretty cool. So I had no idea that context for this story. Yeah. And learning that this is what brought Cheryl back is, like, awesome. Yet another thing we have to thank Dan Parent for. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Because that Cheryl Blossom series is so fun. She just I is, like, constantly getting into these shenanigans, and she does not give a shit. She's like, yeah, I guess I did fuck it up. Oh, well. Like, she just always <laughs> comes out on top, and I love it. Right. She doesn't have to give a shit. And she, yeah. like... She's fucking sure blossom. It's the same thing. Like, Veronica could also, but she still does for whatever reason. I think it's because she has a bit more, like, connections. She I cares like a bit Cheryl- more. Doesn't feel ashamed or, like, embarrassed by anything. That's definitely true. And Veronica does get embarrassed a lot, I think. Yeah. I would... It's, like, the only time that Cheryl is, is when, like, that's the punchline of the comic she's the villain in, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And when she, like, takes her top off at the beach and gets arrested or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that was wild. And then Jason's (laughs) drinking beer or whatever. He's like, here, I just put this Coke bottle around my beer can and the, like, beach cop is standing behind him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But then they're just blossoms. like doing their own shit the next day. So mm-hmm. yeah, the pim- the blossom parents probably just like paid paid off the cops or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're Wild. blossoms. They're yeah. not really gonna get in trouble. No, they aren't. So not with their I just syrup money. I <laughs> fucking syrup money. <laughs> it's huh. Definitely Wild. not what he does in the comics. What. Syrup. Yeah, I can't even remember his name now that we're not watching it every week. Uh, Clifford. Clifford. Yes. Clifford, Clifford and Penelope. They're right. normal parents in the comics. Yeah, I don't remember anything weird. I barely They're a little indulgent, but yeah. I only yeah. know because I've read a lot of those Cheryl Blossom comics. That's fair. So it's when huh. they get left that, like, I think the, the first issue she has... She's, like, going to her great-uncle's funeral, and she's got, like, a skimpy dress on, and her Jeez. family's like, why are you dressed like that? And she's like, what did we get in the will? Oh, my God. Christ, and it's just Cheryl. like, whoa, dude. Literally no emotion. Yeah. Wow, but then she and Jason get left, like, a country club. I love that. The idea of a teen nightclub owned by teens. Yeah. But you need to have this scary German lady run it for you. Yeah. Because they both try to hire, like, a hot manager. <laughs> and their dad's like, no, no. I always like this to, This giant like... woman, it's a punchline <laughs> that she's large. Ha <laughs> ha I always like the, uh... I don't know, the weird trope where they, like, try to hire, like, a hot person to be their <laughs> assistant, but the hot person always sucks. They, like, can't also be a good assistant or yeah. manager or whatever. Well, they're just coasting by on their looks, you know? I guess so, yeah. And it's just like that John Hamm character from Dirty Rock. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, just wild, what is it? The wild stuff. The Disney Prince thing. Oh yeah, what is it? They modeled Prince Eric after a photo of him <laughs> yeah. from high school or whatever. Swimming, yeah, <laughs> high school swim team photo. God. I love that show. All right, well, I think that's just gonna about do it here for us. Yeah, guys, Whoa. check out the Love Showdown. Yes, it's a lot of fun. Please, those '80s uh, dual outfits. Also, yeah. why don't we settle more issues with water duels? Yeah. I, I feel great. like, honestly, it would be really fun, and it would be a nice way to, like, kind of get some of that anger out, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So, like, get some bad like feelings out. once you're done, too, like, if they had succeeded in squirting each other with water, um, I guess I don't, so, you know, with, like, a real duel, if you hit someone first, they, like, die or whatever, fall down. Right. But, like... Who wins in this? They're just going to shoot each other with water, and how do you know who did it first? It's not like one of them's going to miss entirely. That's a good point. It's yeah. not very well thought out. No, I it's not. I think the fun part is that you both get covered in water, and then you're like, look how silly your hair is now. And I, I'm guessing, too, uh, the implication with the dry clean only is that their clothes will be a pain to take care of and stuff. But, like, they both would have that happen. I don't right. know how you determine a winner. Maybe they're just go going off of the honor system and that if you get hit you won't yeah. hit the other person seems unlikely I guess so. especially I if can't veronica gets hit either one of them would stick to that at this point yeah it's true also Cheryl blossom seemed pretty unfazed but like her hair so looked kind get... of wet okay she I and archie sure... both got sprayed with water i wasn't sure if it was just archie or her and archie and yeah, she just didn't that's seem why to she care. was like i'm gonna catch a cold gotta go home and archie was like i'll take you wild yeah. We should solve more uh, decisions and disputes with these water duels. Hey, if you guys decide to have a water duel, send us a picture and I'll send you a pin. That would be awesome. And as always, you can find us various places around the internet. Just um, just go to random websites until you hit on ours. That's yeah. a fun game. Or you could, you could uh, go to our website specifically if exactly. that's what you're into, which is, of course... RiverdaleHighAV.club. Mm-hmm. That's got links to our social medias on there. That's our Twitter mm-hmm. and our Instagram, as well as a Facebook group. Um, and the only thing it's, I'm pretty sure it's still not on there, is our email, um, which is RiverdaleHighAV at gmail.com. It's nice That's and easy us. to rem- remember now. Everything's just RiverdaleHighAV. We figured our shit out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go ahead, tell a friend about the show, go ahead and leave us a review wherever you listen, and yeah. uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, it was a fun one. Yes. Carry a little bit of Cheryl Blossom's confidence in your heart as mm-hmm. you face the week ahead. I think we could all use a little more Cheryl Blossom confidence. Yeah, maybe yeah. not as much as her, because no. I feel like she not gets to into the a point lot of, of shenanigans. Yeah, exactly. But, like, 20% of her confidence. I know that she's quoted as saying, I'm bigger than Jesus. <laughs> that does sound like her, her. catchphrase. Yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, Cheryl, as... bigger than Jesus Blossom. <laughs> I need to see that comic book. Yes. Yes. So, um, as always, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at the chocolate shop. Bye. Bye bye.
we'll be like in bed and then we'll just hear from beneath us just like a that's adorable and then he like emerges from the one of the sides while screaming so we just hear it like get louder <laughs> as he like comes out from underneath the bed like, you're reasonable it's so good